So if you haven't heard, a judge in a $5 billion lawsuit against the UFC just literally called UFC contracts ruthless and coercive, that the promotion was suppressing fighter compensation, and was engaging in anti-competitive conduct. A pretty damning set of statements by a judge who will be ruling on this case that's about anti-competitive conduct. This is known in US law as antitrust. The UFC ownership tried to have the case dismissed as meritless. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They were denied. They sought a summary judgment, asking for an immediate ruling in their favor without trial. They were denied again. Their last chance to avoid this case was arguing against the plaintiffs receiving class status, a crucial step for the lawsuit to go forward. Earlier this week, that status was officially granted and certified by the judge presiding over the case. The UFC is running out of options, and after nearly 10 years, this lawsuit might finally be heading towards its conclusion. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, a a huge thank you to our biggest channel supporters in our Hall of Famers, but what happens now? And right there, it all came back in a rush. Why I do what I do. Defending the defenseless. Protecting the disenfranchised corporations that have been abandoned by their very own consumers. The thing that makes America's government the best in the world, according to Nick Naylor in the hilarious Thank You for Smoking, is our endless appeals system. Are you familiar with the term BS? Bullshit. Well, that's the beauty of argument. Because if you argue correctly, you're never wrong. And that is undoubtedly what is next. The UFC will attempt to overturn the class certification that was just made official. If they succeed, the lawsuit is dead in the water. It's essentially over. Now, if you're like me, you watch Law & Order, you know how cop shows work. Aren't appeals normally for after the final judgment? You don't appeal your murder conviction before you are convicted of murder. Well, when it comes to class certification in class action lawsuits, the courts have granted the ability to appeal immediately after the order is given, so long as you file within 14 days. So there's a good chance that by the time this video goes up, the UFC will have already appealed the class certification, and trust me, they will be doing so. And while two weeks is not a lot of time to figure out how to best petition an appeal, especially when the judge's filing was 80 pages long like this one, the UFC knew this was coming. The certification had already been verbally granted literal years ago, it's just that the judge hadn't made the official ruling on paper yet until this week. And look, I mean, 80 pages is a lot to write. I put off big projects all the time too, so, you know, I get it. Point being though, while they only have 14 days to file their petition for appeal, the UFC lawyers have been preparing for this for a long time now. But what exactly is it that they were preparing for? What does this 80-page document written by the judge presiding over the case say? Well, as you can imagine, it says a lot and it's not exactly light reading. But I'll do my best to give you the highlight reel stuff that matters, and if you're feeling bored, the 
document is publicly available, so go nuts. There were two class categories the fighters wanted granted, one being anyone who fought in the UFC during the period the suit covers, which is late 2010 to mid-2017, and the other being any fighter whose likeness was used during that same time. They got the first class, and they were denied the second one, but it was the former, known as the bout class, that mattered more. So, it wasn't exactly the outcome they wanted, but it's the second best, and it means that the plaintiffs can go forward seeking class damages. Meaning, if they win, all 1,200 plus fighters who meet those criteria would be due compensation. The judge further ordered that the plaintiffs can seek injunctive relief. What the hell is even that? Well, this could end up being a bigger deal than anything else that comes from this case. Injunctive relief, if granted. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Would essentially require the UFC to immediately alter their business practices compliant with the official court order pertaining to the request by the plaintiffs. Meaning if the judge ruled in the fighter's favor, the UFC might have to limit their contracts to one to three years with no extensions. And there could potentially be other provisions the court would include in this relief. There are two kinds of injunctions. A preliminary injunction, which would be effective immediately once granted, so if that happened, the trial wouldn't yet need to even take place for the UFC to have to start complying. The other is a permanent injunction, and that would be given after the case if the fighters were to win. I'm guessing you can understand what the word permanent means. So it's a huge deal, and possibly bigger than the amount of money that could be won. Even though, don't get me wrong, $5 billion is nothing to balk at. Now, just like class certification, injunctive relief can be appealed as well. So keep that in mind, as it will almost certainly happen if it is granted. This is going to be a long, slow, and brutal process no matter what. Alright, so those were the big rulings in the document, but the majority of the 80 pages of this class certification were made up of the judge discussing the particulars of the plaintiff's class status arguments and why he ruled that they were right to be granted certification. So it's essentially his justifications based on the details of the case as it's been presented to him so far by both sides. It's those justifications that the judge gave for the fighters meeting the criteria for class status that the UFC's legal team will have to successfully refute for their appeal to overturn the ruling. And again, if that happens, that is pretty much it for the fighters. But what are the chances that they are able to get this ruling changed? Well, apparently it's really hard to overturn class certification, as in it only happens about a quarter of the time. I'm no bookie, but those aren't very good odds. First, the UFC will have to get the Ninth Circuit Appeals Court to even consider their petition, which from my research can be pretty damn tough in and of itself and can be rejected without any cause or explanation given. Just sorry, nope, we're good, you go play. But if they do accept it, then they have to make a ruling on whether to overturn the lower court's decision, which is another massive hurdle of its own and will require pretty substantial proof that the previous ruling was bunk. Again, this thing was 80 pages and didn't exactly paint the UFC in the best light. Now, I know this may come as a shock, but this appeals process can take a very long time. While friend of the channel and outstanding journalist John S. Nash told us in January that he was bullish on a potential 2024 trial date, assuming we get to that phase,
Cruz. Jason Cruz, who also covers the sport and is a lawyer who has written extensively on antitrust, told us we might not see a trial date until the late 2020s potentially because of the appeals process. I mean, this thing had a near three year delay because the judge didn't write up the certification that he had already granted verbally. So you can see why these things can get out of hand. But okay, there's a good chance that in the next one to seven years, this class certification appeal by the UFC is either thrown out at the petitioning phase or denied by the courts and things are allowed to move forward. So what would happen next? A trial, right? Of course. Well, not necessarily. There could be some kind of settlement between the two parties. You have to remember how high the stakes are here. In antitrust suits, the court will award treble damages, meaning that if the fighters were to win the case, the amount of money they win triples and could end up right around $5 billion. Not to mention that injunctive relief could mean the entire business model of the UFC is flipped on its head. So that's not exactly something you would want to roll the dice on, right? Of course you would settle. Well, we'll get back to that in a second, but let's talk about the idea of a settlement. What might that actually mean? It would definitely be a massive win for the fighters if that took place. Honestly, things even getting to this point was already a huge deal. The UFC has been changing their contracts with things like the Sunset Clause as a result of this case, so the victories have already begun, but a settlement would be far more substantial. Now, it would certainly not end up with the fighters getting anywhere near $5 billion, far more likely somewhere in the hundreds of millions. But way more importantly, at least for the future of the sport, it could mean the UFC making some serious concessions as it relates to their contracts, similar to what the plaintiffs will be seeking in that injunctive relief. That alone could be a massive shift in how the UFC does business in favor of the fighters. But let's talk more about the idea of the UFC settling. When we talked with Jason Cruz, he believed that Endeavor will take their chances with a trial if we should get to that point and not seek settlement. Now, why would that be? Well, I've spoken with several lawyers and experts about antitrust and about this case in particular, and while, of course, it's not at all impossible that the fighters could earn a judgment in their favor, most that I spoke with weren't very optimistic about their chances of outright winning the case. And there are a whole bunch of reasons why this is going to be a tough sell. Reasons that go a bit beyond the scope of this video. After all, we're just talking about what's going to happen next. Not necessarily why the outcome will be what it is, but if you would like an explanation as to why this will be a very very difficult case for the fighters to win, go watch the more in-depth video about the suit that I did in 2022. Keep in mind, too, the judge that literally called the UFC's practices anti-competitive is presiding over this case, and most antitrust suits are bench trials, so no jury, meaning the UFC should seriously be sweating this. But all of this is massive speculation, so that is where we are at. This class certification was a huge monumental milestone in this case, but as I explained, it is by far nowhere near the end, we're more so at the beginning of the end. This was a step that was desperately needed to get the wheels back in motion, as things had stagnated quite a bit waiting for that official class certification. Now that we're there, things will hopefully move forward a bit faster, but don't hold your breath, you might not make it. That said, we'll of course keep you all up to date about everything that happens as it happens, even if Dana is 93 when this case is finally settled. How did I do breaking this all down for you? I'm of course by no means at all an expert, but I have been closely watching this case and talking to actual experts in hopes that I can then take what they said and help you understand and digest this all in a way that makes sense. Let me know how I did in the comments below, and let me know what you think of the case. Channel Champions, thank you for all of your support. If you want to become a member as well, guys, click on the join button. There's all kinds of cool exclusive stuff. Big ol' shout out to my dude Luke Taylor for editing this video together. 
You can find him on Twitter at cool to me underscore. Like and subscribe if you learned anything today. And thank you so much for sticking this one out. I will talk to you guys later. Later.